Welcome back, everybody. Episode 46 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. Woohoo! We're back. Back, baby. Sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com. Yeah, right there. Uh, good stuff. Bath bombs. He's got like a roll-on CBD now. Go check oh. him out. Go to fight uh, fightbackcbd.com. Check them out. Use code JJD to get 20% off your order. Best sleep of your life. Yes, sir. I'm Milton Campus. Purple Belt. Fight Sports Coral Springs. You can check me out on Instagram at Uncle Milty BJJ. We got Bo behind the camera. Woo. We got this young man over here. Uh, Drew Phoenix. Drew yes, sir. underscore Phoenix, uh, head instructor of AM BJJ Black Belt. You remember? At give me your ats. Give me your ats. At A and M BJJ spelled out and uh, at Drew underscore Phoenix. Very good. Boom. Very good. Very good. Good job. Huge shout out to Flow and Roll at Flow underscore N underscore Roll on Instagram. Yes. You get 20% off your online t-shirt order. You got t-shirt, rash guards, your geese. Use JJD at checkout at flowandroll.com. Uh, also, one of our sponsors, DD214. They're doing great work out here in the community. It's DD214 Fightwear. You can find them at DD214 underscore Fightwear on Instagram. They're awesome. Gear for the war and PTSD. Boom. Love that. Get 15% off your online order at dd214bjj.com. Check out their Soul Armor Gear. As a matter of fact, we're going to give you a little quick peek at their Soul Armor video. So check this out, everybody. It's amazing how something as mundane as a stroke of a pen can change your life forever. The moment you sign your name to your enlistment contract, you embark on a journey both as an individual and as a member of a team. The trials and tribulations experienced in uniform both lift you up and tear you down. Then one day you've completed your service, it's time to sign your DD-214. With the stroke of a pen, you're now a civilian, leaving behind an identity. All at once you go from living by a schedule to becoming a prisoner of your own freedom. Every day is an individual battle to figure out who you are now and where do I belong. For years you've only known a life of sacrifice, embracing discomfort. For my brothers and sisters who have shown me the shortness of life, I will train, I will evolve, and I will fight my demons because you fought for me. Hey guys, awesome video. Go check out the Soul Armor Gi, the links in yes. the bio here. We also want to thank Retro Grappler, incredible designer. Uh, he'll be collaborating with us on some of our new podcast designs. Nice. All right, we're going to be doing, uh, we got actually just like an exclusive rash guard that we're going to do with him. So very cool coming soon. Check him out at Retro Grappler Shop and at RetroGrappler.com. All right. Last, uh, last week's guest, Warriors Next Adventure. Right, they're a veteran nonprofit that they're filming that uh, that PTSD versus jujitsu. He got back on the road. Yes, he did. Did you see him? He's in his truck now. I did. So I'm happy to see that he got going again. They're doing a, a 50 day nationwide tour. 
You could check them out at warriorsnextadventure.com. You could donate there. Again, uh, he's doing a lot of work with veterans helping fight PTSD, but the documentary is going to be coming out hopefully next year. It's going to be called PTSD versus Jiu-Jitsu. Go to the website, check out the tour dates. You can find out more details, and again, you can find all the ways to donate. All right, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, do all those little things online. Uh, wherever you're watching or listening, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to... There you go. Click the bell. You get notifications every time we upload a video. All right, we're good? Everybody ready to rock? Yep. Let's go. We've got this young man over here. Welcome. We have uh, a black belt, IBJJF Pan American and American. It's No Gi National Champion, correct? Correct. Marcelo Best. Cohen. How's Welcome, going, Marcelo, guys? man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for braving the Miami traffic. I know. Your two-hour drive, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry that you hit that traffic. Listen, I love Miami. I hate driving down here. It uh, is a bitch to it, drive that it, traffic. It's worth it when I came here to the studio. It's a, it's a very nice place. Yeah, yeah you, you sat down by the water. Nice view. That's yep. that's Key Biscayne right there. Yeah, right? That's the entrance to Key Biscayne. It's, so. a, it's amazing. Yeah, man. Beautiful. I'm glad that you uh, that you made it down. Yep. We've been trying to get this together for a little while now, right? You wanted to come in-house. We were going to yep. do the Zoom thing. You said, no, I'll wait for the new studio. Exactly. So yeah. welcome, man. And, and it's worth it to wait. <laughs> I, I wish they could see they right in front of the water, guys. We put up some pictures. Yeah. With Bo and I take some pictures. <laughs> I hooked this up or what? Bo did a great job. We got he did our new sign. Boys and man. Woo! Yeah. He put the new sign. You can't see it. We gotta figure out there's a little neon coming. Does it you notice like the Yeah, blue look, you put your hand there, you could see it. It's, ah, it's showing it. up there. A little blue neon behind there you it. Go. We got rid of the, the TVs at least for now. Uh, we're gonna have like uh, you should be seeing the uh, the logo scrolls from our sponsors on 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 the screen right now. One here or there, right? We're down here, bottom right, down, that way, down that way. There you go. There you you go. should be seeing the logos of right, all our sponsors. Right under Drew's ass, right there. <laughs> all right, Marcelo, uh, let's start from the beginning. You know, let's get this out of the way. You know, tell us about your start in jujitsu. Uh, obviously, I'm assuming uh, you started back in Brazil, right? Yes, correct. I started uh, with judo. Okay. Uh, my oh. da my daddy was a black belt in judo. Okay. So he brought me in. I did this as a kid, nine years old. And okay. then uh, my uncle, which is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at Carson Grace School in Rio. Okay. He brought me when I was 16 years old to Jiu-Jitsu. And then that's when I started training uh, at the Carson Grace School. So is it, is it safe to say you never pull guard? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I always pull guard. Really? I always oh, pull guard. Man. Hey, the judo move that I was good with, it was the one that you kind of pull guard a little bit, <laughs> and you put the leg, and then you tripped him yeah. as a faking pull guard, kind of. Yeah. So I always pull guard. <laughs> so it, do you think that's like a good recipe for success, is starting with judo? I mean, you know, jujitsu is essentially, right, derived from judo. Yes. But, is it, you know, if you had to give somebody advice, somebody who wanted to be a competitor, judo first, do you think that's a good idea? Uh, uh. I think it's a good idea starting martial arts uh, in grappling-oriented martial arts okay. if you want to be successful. Eventually, jiu-jitsu well, can be wrestling, mm -hmm. and can be judo, and can be even sambo. Yeah, all those are grappling skills that yeah. if you were a kid, it was gonna help you. I, no, I, should, I should put my kid in sambo so he can learn how to heal. Hook when he's a kid. <laughs> yes. Hey, he'll be good eventually in jiu-jitsu because it's, it's a form of grappling. For so sure. they started really young. Mm -hmm. That's what the main key. I agree with you on the wrestling because I wrestled in junior high. I was not very good. But I still use moves that I remember 
I mean, I, I cradle people. Sometimes they're in turtle, and I'll cradle them, and I'll roll them, o- I'll roll them over my shoulder. Um, just little moves and even just kind of in turtle, tipping someone, grabbing the heel, tipping them forward. You know, in wrestling, right, you, you start in that position, right? You know, if you get restarted, you got an arm, and you got the arm around the mm-hmm. way. Did you wrestle? Nope. Do you know? You, you know, you my put your arm around that waist. Life. Well, you want to you kind of tip them forward. You grab the... The back, I still do that, and people are like, what the hell, you know? So a lot of people don't kind of know those things, but I, but I agree. I think wrestling is probably one of the best arts. With competition schools down here, though, we're almost always starting from the ground, right? You yes. know, we're usually starting from the ground. So, yeah, it's great to have judo, but I think the wrestling helps you more, especially if you want to compete. I was just happy that they put me in any, like, grappling-oriented thing yeah. since young. It could be even jiu-jitsu. You know, I just... Mm-hmm. Glad that they put me when I was young. Yeah, keep you out of trouble. Uh, or just yeah. got, or, or because it got you to where you are now. It kept me out of trouble later on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when did you? So okay, so you're doing judo. Then you start doing jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu at what age? Sixteen. Sixteen. When did you come to the states? Two thousand twenty-two. I should be like twenty-two years old. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And that was. I was, was, it, a brown was it belt. for jiu-jitsu? No, I you, had, a fam- I had family here, and okay. uh, jiu-jitsu was really, really new. Mm-hmm. Not many uh, black belts around. Actually, in Jupiter, there's no black belts. There was a brown belt. Okay. So I came here, and then uh, started as a brown belt. Eventually, my teacher flew here and promoted me to a mm-hmm. black belt. So yeah. I met you when you were a brown belt. Yeah, that's right. At the... FGL tournament, the Florida tournament. grappling remember, league. So you guys so, remember each other? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so this was before they were like super fights were a big thing. That was yeah. one I mean, one of the first one here in Florida. Yeah. yeah, it was when I was still under fight sports. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, it was me and Ruben uh, and Chris Christian Woodmancy and Christian fought oh, I um, know him that, that night. Yeah. But then there was also a police versus military versus firefighter, and I won this huge belt. I choked <laughs> out a cop. It was a good night, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a great night. Yeah. They had a. They had walkout music. They but had, this, we're talking about in the times that didn't exist. It was like 2011. Yeah. Yep. It didn't exist the super fights. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably at a time when people still thought that this was like, they, you say anything with jujitsu or choking people out right away, they think cage, you're an animal, you're a cage fighter, yeah. you know, what, whatever you're doing. Or, or they're going, hi Oh, you do jujitsu? They put hi-yah. it like a ring on the middle of a, a mall. downtown mall. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and the commentator were live like he. It was Dean Thomas, actually. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's good now. He's good. He's on ESPN now, too. He, so he was commentating, commentating live, like, with the microphone. Now he's doing this. Now he's pulling off. <laughs> <laughs> remember yeah, that? Remember and could you that. hear, like, you hear it through the speakers? And, yeah. and then, or was uh, it being recorded to, like, the it, cameras? It's like it was the first super fights in, yeah. in probably oh, wow. in Florida, I guess, right? Wasn't yeah, it was the first what, what, yeah. what belt were you then? I was a brown belt. A brown belt? Yeah. How'd you do in that? How'd you do that? I that, won that my day? fight. Yeah. It was a good time. So it was just all it wasn't too, tournament yeah. style. It was all. It was matchups. So it super was fights match and matchups. Super, super fights. Walk out. You yeah. know, Tubby Santana. She was a blue belt too. Yeah, yeah. We. And she we, had beef with whoever she was going against. It was oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. That was her. Yeah. I think it, uh, she was really good. Of course, she. she yeah. That was her very first super fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's got a title and fight to win, right? Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had somebody talking to me about bringing her on. Good I, shit. I, oh yeah. I did a. I did a. I did an interview with somebody outside of jujitsu, <clears throat> but we were talking. Excuse me. We were talking about jujitsu, uh, and he's ex-military, and he did. Uh, his name's Scott Ferguson. He interviewed me, and then we've kept in touch. And he started to train with her up in where's that? Is 
up by you. Yeah. The gamblers up yep. there, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, she started training up there. Yeah, and, she's uh, awesome. And uh, uh, he's talked about, I think, her and her husband. He wanted to bring them both on. So I said, hey, let yeah, me know, let me know when you guys are ready. Yep. So, okay, so That's first cool super too. fight way back when. Yeah. And then, you know, I think automatically when people think about jiu-jitsu in Florida, it's Coconut Creek or Miami. What brought you to Jupiter? Was it that the family was in Jupiter, or did you just kind of? Did my, you... my family was in Jupiter. Okay. But the Armory history was uh, this guy Joe Mullins is to be a owner there. Okay. And he was a very very rich guy and mm-hmm. had a jiu-jitsu as a hobby. Mm-hmm. So he brought it from Brazil. Okay. Buchecha. Okay. Edson Barbosa, Cavaca, and other famous fighters mm-hmm. that he. Got they, he found them in Brazil and brought to the Armory, and the okay. Armory was a huge powerhouse. At the same time, at the same school, we have all these big, huge names teaching at the Armory. Mm-hmm. And then I was there yeah. as a brown belt trainer with those guys. And now, do wow. you? So, what's happened with the Armory? Have you take? Do you own? No, the I took, armory, I took over. I okay. took over, and I have a, a silent uh, partner. Okay. And now it's just jiu-jitsu. It's a jiu-jitsu program. Okay. Gi and no gi. Okay. And we eliminated the MMA aspect. Okay. So. Any particular reason why? Was it just you wanted to focus? Was it because not taking it, off? Since the, armory, the owner had some health problems, mm-hmm. and I need to get a new investor, and okay. I got a new investor, and I'm not going to teach kickboxing in okay. something that I don't know. So I took it, the jiu-jitsu program. And open yeah. a jiu-jitsu school still okay. called the armory. Okay. So the the original armory is that closed? That's yeah, that's we done? closed. Okay. I moved the program to a different school. Okay. Only straight jiu-jitsu now, gi and no okay. gi. And sometimes combat jiu-jitsu depends. Uh, depends off yeah. the client. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's interesting. How how do you do, do? Do people actually come in and say, "I want to train in combat jiu-jitsu now"? Is that a yes, thing? Yes, uh, people want to do it. Is because some people want to just try their jiu-jitsu with the strikes. Yeah. And they don't want to, they're not interested uh, in kickboxing or boxing, yeah. but they want to see if their jiu-jitsu will work when somebody's hitting you. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like the most real situation, right? You they know? can fight in a real street. Yeah, yeah, like if I got into a fight with somebody at a bar, yes. the likelihood of him, you know, knowing how to fight is going to be low and it's wild. probably going to be yes. more like this it's and good that for, wildness. For the, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. They're not going to throw a perfect elbow. 12 to 6 yeah. on a bar. So, jumping off the bar. It's an interesting interest test. It do not allow yeah. you in sitting positions. So, now, do you, now in, in that kind of training, I'm assuming it's just like jujitsu where we're maybe not always going 100%. We're flowing. You know, I, I'm sure that in, during that training, you're not hitting full force. Correct or do you? Uh, you can you can pick it up <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. According to getting close to the competition, but you don't yeah. want to do that in regular base. But you, yeah, we definitely got to train hard. Yeah. Once a week at least. Okay. So now I, I, those are fewer and farther between, right? That's not the norm. Normally, right? You're teaching gi, no gi, gi jiu-jitsu. And no gi. You have a kids program. Yes, correct. Teens, adults, right? Teens, adults. Uh, how how big are you on on having guys compete? Like you know, are you would you consider yourself a competition school, or it's like, hey, if you want to compete, you can go compete. One thing that, have- that I believe is, uh, people want to do what they they making them happy. Mm-hmm. So 
if the guy wanna compete, I will support you. And good for you. Let's do it. But if you don't wanna compete, it's okay too. Yeah. The constitution say <laughs> they have the rights. <laughs> they, 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 they have the rights to pursue pursue oh, of, of <laughs> the happiness. Yeah. Yeah. This, this so, is true. You do what you want to make you happy, and I'm just there to support you on your journey. Good. Boom. So now, My man. going back, how has jujitsu <laughs> changed? How do you feel? Like, how has jujitsu changed since you first got here? You know, it's, I mean, you know, we know that it's evolved and got more popular, but how has training jujitsu changed? In, in Florida specifically? I think they, of course, not just in Florida, mm -hmm. but in the whole world, the leg locks are being incorporated now yes. to everybody training. And yes. when I got here, there's no, there's a few guys who talk about, one of the first guys to start do heel hooks and leg locks, at least here in Florida, was Ruben. Ruben, yeah. You know, Who's so. Your, your boy Ruben? Ruben, yeah. yeah. What's, what's his full name? Alvarez. Okay. Moving over. Yeah. yeah, RB something, right? Uh, yeah, RB. Yeah. So he's the one always chiming in. You got into a fight in my in my Instagram no, uh, no, no, that's comments me and the other day? That was oh, me and okay, that was Mello. I'm sorry. That's, that's, no, no. that's Ruben's black belt. Okay. Fuck Mello. He yeah. knows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was one of the first guys to do heel hooks and leg locks here, and then he was going to tournaments as a blue belt and beating Brazilian black belts, and people started got really scared of him. We had this guy. A blue purple belt, he hooking all the black belts. Mm -hmm. He just uh, a little bit underground, but who knows knows, you know? Yeah. Who knows yeah. knows? Who don't know it because don't mm. know yet. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel? How do you feel about like this rule change in the IBJJF? I think you it's know? great. You think it's a good thing? Yeah, I think it's a good. Not thing. something that worries you. Do, you. do you still compete in IBJJF, or yeah, you, have do you just gone no, kind I, of I, another I, level now? No, I compete whenever. Even yeah. if in a Naga, I might compete. Yeah. You know, anyway. Oh boy, man! So, I, so a regular hobbyist shows up and he's got to look across the mat at you. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What? <laughs> Sometimes I just want to compete. Yeah. I don't really care anymore. Man. Yeah. You know, I already yeah. done. Everything I compete every big show against the best people, and then you get to a point that you just don't care. Yeah, you just go anywhere you feel like it. pursue of your happiness. Yeah, <laughs> the constitutional right. No, you told me earlier that you were 38, and that surprised the hell out of me. So, I, I always have this questions for the people in the 30s. Like, do you would you ever compete masters? Uh, I did. I did it once, and then I, I, I went back to adult. Because uh, what I'm looking for in my career, jiu-jitsu, you can find them at the adult divisions. Uh, I feel like the bigger opportunities in jiu-jitsu are in the adult divisions. Okay. Not taking nothing away from the masters. I think it's amazing competing masters because you still see very famous jiu-jitsu guys competing in masters mm -hmm. and there's masters worlds is a big tournament. But for me, for what I wanted to do it with my career, I see the adult division is going to give me back more mm -hmm. from the jiu-jitsu. So sometimes I hold longer to win something at the adult that for me is going to have more meaningful. Yeah. Now you ask that, do you ask that question for yourself personally no, as would, you're getting older? No, you, I'm not. How old are you now? 30, I turned 35 in July. Oh, you're still a baby. Yeah, but I, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm a master's. I could be a yeah. master's one. Yeah, so Maybe you master's two soon, right? And, and, really and, and all tough. these organizations, can can you really choose to go down 
an age group. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't that, think Cyborg that, ever does Masters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you could do either, right? You yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, like, I could go compete Masters okay. Worlds and stuff, but I'm, like, I, when you said I beat JJF, I know in Masters you can't do heel hooks and stuff, so. Oh, you can't? Okay. No. Oh, okay. No heel hooks, no. Just, just a doe. Just a doe. Just a doe. Just a Purple, brown, black. Oh, purple? Purple, I think purple. No, it's just brown and black. No, it's brown and black. Oh, brown and black. Brown and black. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about the Masters. Yeah, Masters can't. Me, man, that's, when I did compete before the heart attack. It was I. There was you had never a heart anybody. attack. Yeah, man. No way. Yeah, like I could never. There was never anybody my age. I'm gonna be 48. For heart the, attack. Yeah, I had a heart attack. Uh, June. This June is three years. So but, yeah. But did you did you not doing well? Kind of do because I was doing jujitsu when I had I had when two heart had attacks. Doing jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. So I had. I went to train Friday night after work, and I had the pain, and I went home. What kind of like, pain? Uh, so I tell everybody. Um, it felt like just like somebody was sitting on my chest, like somebody was sitting on me, like uh, they mounted me, just like that same pressure. Somebody was pushing down, or side, a good side control where you can't breathe, your diaphragm can't expand. Okay. So I felt that pain. Honestly, it felt like I had to take a shit. That's what it feels like. You're like, oh man, I gotta take a shit. I mean, it feels but like, like uh, you gotta take a uh, shit. When people's on your too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. so, I mean, that's the same thing, right? Somebody's sitting on you, you, you know. So my arm hurt from here, and then I felt that pressure. In your left I, arm. I went to jujitsu. I went to have some acai with some of my training partners. So that's why I, th- I ate. And I was like, oh, man, I got to take, take a dump. And went home. I told my wife, I feel weird. Went in, took a shit, took a shower, came out. It was fine. Went to train in the morning. So that was night train, 7.30 night training, uh, 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Open Next mat. day. Next so day. So you slept, okay, went, slept, with a heart attack. Woke up a lot. I woke up. I was fine. Didn't even think. But I had, that was, I was having a heart attack. In the morning, they call it a non-STEMI heart attack. I should know more about it, but that's what it's officially called, the version. That's my, this is my uh, EKG from the, from, the heart, the, from the heart attack. This little dip here is what triggered them. It should be a straight line across from here. You see how this is lower? Mm-hmm. It should be straight. So, see like right, right there? That should be the straight line across. It dipped here. That was the sign that something was wrong. So, I go, so next morning... Go to train. train. Same thing. I felt fine. Didn't feel like I skipped a beat. Um, went home. Doing my Saturday morning, you know, go home. We take a shower. I'm going to do my my uh, my errands, go shopping. You know, me and my wife spit up the food shopping, whatever. She comes from kickboxing. She does a little, uh, I call it dance fighting. She hates that. Uh, she comes from her <laughs> kickboxing class. And... We just crossed paths. So I said, babe, come upstairs. I, you know, I'm feeling the same thing. But this time it was from elbow to elbow. So I, then I felt it. Same thing And here. then you knew it deep down, I got to go? No. Oh. Then she was maybe, she was like, let's sit here for a little bit. And then she said, yeah. let's go to the hospital. It's close. We'll drive. We know we don't got to call an ambulance. Let's just drive. See what's up. So we went to the hospital. Yeah. And they do... Second, you tell him hard to t- like you're having chest pain. You you go in before everybody. If a guy's got his arm cut off, he's got the arm in one hand. You, the heart attack guy's going in first. Yeah, because that's limit short time. Yeah, you're gonna you could die. You could drop dead right there. They don't want that. Go into a room. They do the EKG. They do this EKG. There's one guy. He comes and does the EKG. He leaves with the paper. He comes back with one oh, another person. They look at it. They're like, okay, yeah, just sit here. They don't say heart attack. They don't scare you. They don't want to scare you. 
They want to cause trauma. Because then you'll have a heart attack. Then you have a heart attack. Have a heart attack. <laughs> Another They one. go out, third person comes in. Now I know something's up, so they start calming me down. All right, you know, little thing here. You know, they start pointing out, it looks like there's a little something here. Never say the word heart attack. We're going to send you to, to Fort Lauderdale. I was in Coral Springs. No. Said, uh, because it's, once you go to Broward Medical, I went to Broward, uh, was that uh, Broward Health? So instead of just sending me to the closest place, which they're not affiliated with, they sent me to Fort Lauderdale. So they put me in an ambulance. Those motherfuckers <laughs> drove super fast. We, you know, I'm like in the ambulance. They're running lights. They're going. Then you all righted new way. Then I knew, but I feel fine. I felt fine. We go. Now I'm in there. Now they're telling me, you know, yeah, it looks looks like you, you know, you're you're having a like I think they say like incident. You're having a heart. Something's wrong with your heart. He probably said heart attack there. I'm smiling. We started joking. I'm I was like this fine. It was going away. The pressure was going away by that point. I didn't really feel it. And they rush me. I go in. And I'm thinking I'm going to go into a room. They <laughs> they put me right into the room where they go in. They, they put the calf through oh the leg. Oh, my God. And they put the little camera, and it goes into your heart. Oh, So man. I go right into it that. hurts? No. No. They, they knock you out just a little bit. They don't put you completely out because you're having a... They don't want to... You to go completely mm-hmm. to sleep, so just enough of, so don't feel so much. You don't feel. I, I didn't really feel anything. That's don't really good like for the little you. prick going in. Yeah. Um. I'm sitting there. With, what's funny is you're laying down and you see your heart. You see, yeah. There's a screen That's above crazy. your head. Like the doctor comes in, she's gonna work here. You're laying out in front of her, but I'm on the thing like looking up at the screen. So I could remember, and I don't know how much of it is like you're kind of falling asleep a little bit. I could see the wires, what she, the camera going around my heart in That's the monitor. That's nuts, man. Yeah, that was crazy. And glad, but they it looked did, like a little snake was going around. What like was the main around. recommendation they gave it to you? Uh, stop eating crappy food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for real, I'll tell you that in a second. So they put in four stints. So I had three stints the first. So they clean out the arteries. I was 80% blocked on the main artery. Do it your crap food. Crap food. Probably bad things habits. I put into my bad habits, things I put into not my body smoking, in my 30s. Not smoking definitely helps. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, glad you're here. Help, and jujitsu jiu- jiu- helps or not? <laughs> Exercise yeah. helps or not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should definitely be like 20 pounds, 30 pounds lighter easily. But it does you know? help. It, it, the doctors say, yeah, keep it yeah, training. Yeah, don't stop. I, I was back through. I trained, started training three weeks later. Okay, you know, good. so they put wow. in three stints the first day, one stint the next day. I went back in. They had to do it again. Went in, put another one. Uh, they clean out. They clean out all the the gunk in the arteries, and the, wherever they clean out lar- like clogged arteries, they have to put the stint because it's going to collapse because they the arteries depending on all that gunk for so long to stay open. Now it's now they put the the mesh. If I'm saying this all right, so they put these mesh stints anyway. Yeah. So if I wouldn't have gone, I was 80 percent blocked on the main artery. They call that the widowmaker. And they said if I would have if I would have waited, I probably would have. If I would have had like a major heart attack, I would have just died. Well, I'm yeah. glad did everything work out, yeah, really, man. bro. Yeah, but you just, exercise. So the, the first thing they tell you is no marbled meat. What does that mean? Cold cuts. Cold no cuts? turkey. No, none of like when you go to the deli, all those you meats. You eat that all the time. <laughs> no, the time, but like I like those. I've been eating turkey, thinking I was doing the, the a good thing for my body. South. Come to find out, they they. They inject all that stuff with salt water. So the salt is really, really bad for you. Yeah. So they said the first, they gave me a list of things not to eat. Marbled meat. That's what they, and then it says chicken, you know, or turkey, ham, none of that. 
So I started, and I wasn't eating any of the bad, the red meats. I was sticking. The red chicken. meats are not good. That those are even worse. You know, so so what should we eat? I mean, you know what? Grass. It's like you eat you eat soy. You know, you're gonna grow tits. You know, they everything. You know, you a vegan, you're not getting your protein. Right. I eat healthy. I mix in like soy products that I found, but I'll eat. I I stay away from red meat. You, you I'll like eat soy? the occasional stuff. Soy soy is not really good for men. It's not. No, but there's cer- it's a certain Titties. kind of soy. That's what I'm saying. Like you get the the, the, no, I'm the just saying soy promotes estrogen. So, so there's a there's a brand <laughs> there's a brand called Garden Gard, Garden, but it's spelled at the end D E I N Garden Garden. They make a lot of soy products. Half of them suck, and half of them are awesome. There's like steaks that taste like veal. Okay. There's chicken nuggets, but it's all soy and it's all it's all vegan. So I found some stuff. So I found vegan dodge pizzas. The bullet. Yeah, man, I just... It's hard, you know, man. It's hard for people yeah. that are born here and raised in America because you guys are pretty much well, born in a prison. Pri- not prison, yeah. when I say you prisoner of the system. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah oh, hell yeah. Do you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was raised in Brazil and then the food is natural. You grow up with people cooking and then it's just different. Well, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. My, it was rice and beans every day. I used to complain. Rice and beans, but then steak. Pork, you know, chicken, ham, you know, there's rice and beans with everything. So I didn't never thought my diet was bad. But then Fridays, McDonald's, pizza, Chinese food, oh, yeah. you know, all that fried shit, MSG, Sound. you know. So that's what that's, you know, rice and beans, not so bad. But when my mom cooks the beans, she puts a nice hunk of ham, fries it up. You get the fat, the flavor. So even the good stuff has its bad, you know. So but what do you do for dieting? What What is your... You know, your meal plan or do uh, you, you eat healthy? I'm, I'm with a company that has been helping me called Ideal Nutrition. Yeah. And they have a healthy, fresh meals delivered to your door. Yeah. They are better. But if you really, really, really want to get in deep into it, you're going to find bad stuff. They're yeah. supposed to be healthier. Yeah. They have less sodium. Mm-hmm. So do, have you seen those? They last for a week. They yeah. deliver in an ice yeah. cool bag. They live at your door and then have all these meal preps. Three meals a day? Uh, yeah, breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner, but have snacks during the... Do they give they give you the snacks too? No, oh, the snacks, snacks no just the, the meals. You have a certain amount of meals that we can order. Yeah. You can, whatever you, you need it. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky because my wife and my daughter, all they want is watermelon, oranges, bananas... They're not really into sweets. They'll indulge once in a while, but they're not really into sweets. So I'm the one that's into sweets. Like, I want to grab a candy bar. I mm-hmm. want to grab some cookies. So they keep me honest with that. So if I don't buy it, they're not buying it. So I, can, I eat healthier that way. But I, my thing is portion. I eat till I'm stuffed. And that's a bad thing. Right? You well, know, they say gotta, that if you eat till you're not hungry, you've overeaten. Yeah. So they say yeah. eat till you're almost not Portion hungry. control, that's my problem. Yeah, because your body like lags behind what you're taking in. So at yeah. the point that you feel full, you've eaten too much, and everything that's more than you needed goes to fat right away. So you it's, just, it's just hard because sometimes here, the the, the portion here is like huge. So yeah, you'll, you'll sometimes see this big a small portion. country. <laughs> yeah, you see this big <laughs> ass portion, and you're like, you feel like you got to finish. Mm-hmm. 
as a kid, <laughs> I was taught you better eat everything on your plate. Yeah. Yep. Like I, I would have to sit there until I was done with everything. Sometimes an hour, I don't want to eat the peas or the carrots. Like my, you're sitting there to eat everything. So I, I do that now. I, if somebody serves me, I feel that like if I'm eating at somebody's house, it's an insult to not finish everything. It's uh-huh. an insult in most cultures. Even if I'm like, Ugh, what's that? It's an insult in most cultures. Yeah. yeah. If they give you a three, a huge, okay, I come to my house, I give you a plate the size of this table. What would you now, do? What would you do? You gotta, you gotta finish everything, bro. At, at this, now the in my life, I would say, you know, I'm not scared to, you know, look. And now I'm most people so. that I know know that I'm sick, that I that I had the heart problem. So I would say, you know, listen, I can't eat. Oh, man, that looks delicious, but I can't eat. Like I'll be nice and respectful, but I'll I'll push well, it away. Or, or it's just know? the last time you ever eat. Yeah. <laughs> or you can say, ah, can I take some to go? Yeah. 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 Doggy not, bag. yeah. yeah. Doggy bags. So, what? What weight do you train at? Or what, what do you walk around at? And where do you train? And like, how does dieting? Do you have to cut weight to 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 compete? You cut weight from where? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. He cuts his hair. I, I walk around at one thirty eight. Okay. I compete at one thirty five. Okay. Oh, okay. One twenty five. Whoa. Okay. And I have done one twenty two. What? Is that a hard weight cut for you? Because there's not. Yes, the one twenty two is the hardest one. Yeah. That's the IBJJF no gear rooster. So how, how do, do you yeah. make that? Hey, you want to be an adult champion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because it's a tough cut. You're going to probably have two fights, mm-hmm. two guys there. But imagine that it's a, it's a solid title. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's an adult IBJJF gold yeah. medal. Oh. Black belt. Yeah. Right? So worth it, the cut. Because yeah. then you're going to be, I know I'll be stronger in that cut than I'm stronger at 135 if I do it the right way. Mm-hmm. So so what do, you, what do you think about people that say, and this isn't my opinion, I've just heard this said, like with the UFC, they want the guys fighting closer to their walking around weight for health reasons. <clears throat> what do you think about that? Forget that it's UFC, but in general... Health experts saying, you know, cutting weight is bad. How, what, it's you have bad. That's why IBJJF, they waiting you right before the fight. Yeah. This is great. Right before. But I still cut. I still get very skinny and I still fight right before my yeah. fight. So. And, w- and what do you take in? Like, as soon as you weigh in, do you drink anything? Do yeah, you the, the Pedialyte and uh, honey. Okay. And I do my first fight because you can shoot honey really quick. Yeah. So, because you'll be low on energy, so this wakes you up a little bit. You do your first fight, and then you have, if you pass, you have a time to drink some more and have some peanuts or something. So, what do you, so your advice now? We're talking about somebody, you're a professional, you've got multiple titles. But what about that white belt? I know a specific situation where I went to watch the Miami Springs a few years ago, and there was a white belt. She's a sweetheart, but she was cutting weight. She goes in, she loses her first match in less than a minute. I, I think it was less than a minute. I'm, I might be exaggerating. But she lost real quick. She starved herself right up to the weigh-ins, right up to that day. And I was I was telling other people, I'm like, why would just, it's white belt. Why would you do that to yourself? What is your advice to somebody who's starting out? Should they be cutting weight? Or again, you know, I want to say a hobbyist. But you're a what's student. What main, advice would the, you give to a student? Goal? Let's see. What's the main goal? Uh, somebody that, I mean, uh, what do you I guess. Do? For her, you I mean, win? 
I think you know her 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 in this specific instance, her boyfriend at the time is he, he's a competitor. I train with him now, still so he comes to our open mats, and I know that you know he wants to be he wants to be a world champion now. He was already at brown belt. She was at white. She's at blue now. But I remember that competition, and I said, "Why would you do this to yourself?" How much? As a how wrestler, much weight she cut? So she probably cut a good twenty pounds. That's a I lot think of from weight. her walking, uh, walking That's around a lot weight. Of weight. Yeah. yeah, over you know over time you know she was cutting, she was cutting, she was working twenty out. pounds yeah. too much. Yeah, too much weight. Okay, and but I might be guessing at that, so I'm sorry. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say their names. You can but, cut, but. 20 pounds is a lot. My first competition, my co I was trying to cut. I was just, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to get down to the next. I think it was, uh, I think I had to get under 212. I, I forget exactly what it was. And my coach was like, don't worry about it. And then I got there. It was a new breed tournament. First one, white belt. And I get there and they put me together with, there weren't that many guys my age. So they put me with the smaller guys. There weren't that many people in the weight class. So I was up against a bunch of small people. We weren't even in the same weight class, not in the same age group, and I and I fought and I did well. I won. I double golded that day. That was my first nice. event. So I was like, but after that, I was like, all right, I guess I just go in at my walking around weight. So I did a couple more, and then I had the heart attack, and I stopped. I was like, okay. I know. did it both ways. Yeah. Uh, cut. I I fought the weights that I walk around, and I fought smaller weight classes, yeah. and uh, it just got to be a smart strategy, you know. I guess yeah. depends what you go for, what you do. The opportunity that presents at the moment. So, uh, Brendan McCatherine said to say hi. Brendan, uh, Tenth Planet commentator. I interviewed him a, a couple months ago. Okay. And, and I had I had mentioned I said yeah we're trying you know we're gonna move and I said you know we mentioned because combat jujitsu I knew you were doing that he was we started talking so he said to say he's like I love that guy I love watching him fight he gets so excited. Good, good. Uh, so with combat jujitsu, what what weight class is that? One thirty-five. That's one thirty-five. That's the smaller one. Now, do you you hold the title? No, no, For, no, no title. Uh, there is a combat jujitsu. When you say holding a title in combat jujitsu, can be very open. Okay. Because there's combat jujitsu. There's the main one, which is EBI, which is Eddie, Eddie Bravo. Bravo. Right. But there's other small organizations that do combat jujitsu. Okay. So. For Eddie Bravo, I do not hold the title. Okay. But for a smaller organization, I do hold the title. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, So you yeah. cannot, like, hard to specify. Okay. I hold the title for yeah. the whole company, you know? Yeah. Depends where. But the main one, I would say, is the ABI. Okay. It's the most important in combat jiu-jitsu. I go there. My last one, I won my first round. I always do okay. I have wins. That's when you're on the guy's back, just... This one was the XFN. The con the last one with the the Japanese guy mm -hmm. that I bent his army. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. You always brought it all the way back around again, man. Yeah, yeah that. And he didn't. You didn't. It didn't break. Uh, he says it didn't break. No, but I heard some it. weird noises. <laughs> it was like a shirt ripping. You know, a break. Yeah. It's like ligaments. But Japanese people were there different. They, 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 the guy was a national Japanese, and then they very uh, survivals. You know? Yeah. It Man, was, that uh, arm was. And move. then you rolled him, right? You had him. You I kept. It was the whole fight. Could you get? Could you have gotten it further? I tried. Yeah. Do a switch, but his arm slip it out. And yeah. got a little frustrated, and then I start slapping. <laughs> <laughs> Next time pay. you tap to tap that. It like I'm, you're not gonna go away. I had a, you know, again, I'm not comparing what I've done to what you've done by any means. But I was in my last tournament. I had the guy's wrist. I had him in a lockdown. 
he was on top of me and I caught his arm uh-huh. and I had it touching. And I looked at him and he just smiled at me. And I said, I said, what are you made of rubber? Yep. And then I proceeded to <laughs> Some practices. people are really flexible. He was, yeah, I, I mean, I just couldn't believe that it could go straight. Like It was a GFT guy too. I forget his name. I know it was a GFT guy. I don't know if it was your GFT gym at the time, but it was a GFT guy. And I remember seeing the logo on your wall. But yeah, you know, I mean, some people are just like. Uh, they used to call that double jointed. Yeah, I don't know what this is. They still say know. that sometimes. Yeah. What is yeah, that? Is it not, not allowed anymore? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like saying yeah. you're a weirdo. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, Evie, so when, when is your? Are you going to be competing in, in Eddie Bravo's organization again? Are you going to do the EBI? Yeah, so I'll do it again. But now they got to go around all the way classes so they can come back to okay. 135. Okay. It was really nice. It was in Mexico. Yeah, I yeah, saw the pictures, man. You, like you had a good time out yeah, there. Yeah, it was really nice. Average weekend. How many times do you travel like a month? Are you on the road traveling, competing? My, my next travel is to teach a uh, jiu-jitsu camp in North Carolina. Okay. But nice. like I, 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 it's pretty much I do when I feel like. Yeah. You know. So that camp is what? For kids or you're training kids pros? Camp. Kids, kids camp. camp. Yeah, the okay. Kids camp. Yes, the kids for the IBJJF Pan-Ams. Okay. Oh. My friend Daniel, he's a great black belt. He, okay. He hired me for the weekend to do a camp yeah, for nice. their kids there. Do you do a lot of like a... Do you travel into seminars as well? Yes, I do. It's just take time in terms yeah. of you got to sit down and plan it the yeah. whole around trip. You don't want to just go and come back, right? You usually want to go and, and stop. And try to and, a couple of times. Yeah. It, it, it can happen sometimes if you're worth it to come and teaching and come back. Okay. So it depends the negotiation, depends with the plan. Yeah. So people can go to like your Instagram and send you a message? Yes. What's your Instagram? We'll put it on the screen at, right now too. At Marcelo Cohen BJJ, so they can just hit you up, send you a message, start talking to you, and you can yes, try to and ask you questions. Out. And I answer a lot of the answers. Is about my DVD. Sometimes okay. they they watch the DVD and they have small questions that they want to know. Okay, I answer that too. What DVD is that through? What uh what what I website? Have, uh, BJJ fanatic sell my DVD. Okay, I have one uh the Kimura DVD, and I have one the Cross Grip. Uh, old man sweep is a gay DVD. How did you find the? Uh, how did the Kimura become your thing? Right, that's your. That's your. your that's what you're known for. It's just a natural. You gotta yeah. find the, a natural move that adapts to your body. Yeah. So you might have a, a natural something that you feel comfortable. It can be a little piece north of south. Exactly. Love yeah. the north south <laughs> and the lockdown. Now I'm getting into the lockdown. So it started developing to this position more and more yeah. and more and more and more. And it becomes so good that it's hard for people to stop. What's your move? What's your go-to? Yeah, you're going to say anything like Which one? You're going to say anything like What is the, what is the um, that <laughs> DDT 14 and, shirt? Oh, Which that? one? Uh, it Leg says, locks and heel hooks? <laughs> no, no, it says uh, wrist locks and wrist heel hooks. Wrist locks and heel hooks. <laughs> you like the best wrist lock and heel in the hooks. Gi, yeah, because in the gi, I like, I like to pull the arm across and go for like that pendulum sweep. Okay. Right, or get into that uh, pit stop position and start attacking from there. But a lot of times I'll do this and they'll pull their arm back. Mm-hmm. So I'll bring this leg up and just wrist lock them like that. So you you hit the wrist lock just from this position or from a different one? Oh, way? no, from a bunch of positions. Kenny that's what I'm saying. That. Yeah. That's, that's your BR DVD, a wrist lock DVD, and you're getting to it. The micro yeah. little details that involve it hitting a wrist lock from anywhere. Yeah. My first coach, I met him. They were friends. He... They, you trained with him as well, but my first school that I went to, they knew each other, and he was teaching. Why he was teaching us, 
June is seven years. Seven years ago, he was teaching white belts wrist locks. So that was his thing. He was a big dude. So he was like the perfect coach for me because he was like 265, shorter than me, but he was he was he was big. I was always 210, 220, and probably 220 when I started with him. So his moves were like perfect for my body type. So it was like really I picked up on all his stuff, but he loved he loved wrist locking us. Just be inside, you know, he'd get you real quick. But, but now, what, now I like no gi, so like I like a yeah. lot of the the heel hooks. I like heel hooks. I, I love fifty fifty. So the Kimura, you just so it kind of like it's one of those things where it just finds you. It survive, just finds yeah. you, survive, and you like oh, wow, survive instinct. Yeah, I get you the close guard, and I don't like it. People push it up too much, so I attach to the lock, and then uh, and then when you attach to the lock. Is you, you can't push it off. He's locked in. And you got to sweep like you did. You sweeped the guy, the Japanese guy. You had it on yeah, for a little bit, and then it. you swept him right after that, right? Did you that sweep was him? Uh, you use he sweep himself? Oh, because in order for he don't get submitted, he had to roll. Okay. So I land on top. Okay. Mm. And that happened several times. What's your What's your next favorite move? Is there a next favorite? Yeah, bar. On bar. Yes. From where? From close guard. Okay. Oh. I hit a lot of moves from close guard. So you like that? You're talking that's about how that I. Stop. That's how I got with Christian. I don't know if you remember. Mm -hmm. It was armbar from the bottom. I, I don't remember, but it I was from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So tell us about you got. Uh, did we give a shout out to your the co the the professor that gave you your black belt? Marcelo Saporito. He's a Carson okay. Grace black belt in Brazil. He's a head coach at the Carson Grace headquarters in Rio de Janeiro. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he still does he still come to visit? He's not coming. What? He's older now. He's old. Okay. So he tried not travel too much, but he's okay. still teaching in Brazil. Okay. So when's the last time you've been to Brazil? Before COVID. Before year. COVID. A year before. Did you go and back and forth a lot? What do you mean? Did you travel a lot? Yeah, Talking sometimes about? not a lot, but in Brazil there's nothing but just vacation, you know. So I go there, visit, and then I leave. Yeah. Now I was just I was just wondering because I haven't I haven't been to Brazil yet. And um, I was just wondering, like, the difference in training from here in Brazil. Did you see the new thing of the requirements for IBJJF now? They require now, in order to be registered you, as a black belt, they've got to have it show uh, one visit in Brazil on your passport. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to go. That. I was like, oh, You got to go. Hey, okay, man. Hey, you tell your wife, tell my wife. Bro, I've been I, around I the world. I've been around the world. I haven't to been go. to Brazil yet. What, what's the biggest difference is, I mean, I know you, it's been a long time since you. Training? Like, uh, well, that you train there. I trained there, there a time. long time, but I okay. went there visit, I trained. I see how they do. What do you, What are the main differences between how they train in Brazil and how people Profession, train here? Professionalism. Yeah. Here is more professional. Here it's more professional. Yeah. Like it seems it, loose in here what, too. In what way? More. In what way there? Like no way. There's I mean, I, I you I hear like like when the AC's out yeah. in our gym, they're like we're doing it Brazilian style, you know? No, that, you know that's what we hear. But the guys are there. I mean, depends the person, right? You cannot judge a whole culture based. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it depends the person. But I feel like people here take it a little more serious. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, because if you take serious in Brazil, it starts to see people. And then you move here, and now we're yeah. here. Is it because there's more opportunities here? Yes. Yeah, like people fighting. come here to, to take it more seriously. Oh, look at the shows. Yeah. You know, who's number one? EBI. Yeah. All these opportunities they have here. What's your favorite show? What's your favorite show to compete on, or that you've competed on? My favorite show so far is uh, was EBI. Yeah. And 
who is number one from and the EBI specifically the combat any any Eddie Bravo show yeah any Eddie Bravo what show is, what is it about his shows uh, if you think about production value yeah they have a really really nice production value they pay decent yeah and they take care of the fighters nice too yeah they put me in a nice room with the ocean view Nice. They took me to. <laughs> yeah. took, what, I saw the room. Wh- I was gonna, watching you on Instagram. We're gonna <laughs> complain about it. Yeah, you know. So that's good. These are very nice show. Also, the flow gra- the who's number one show is really nice because it's just it's just cool stuff. Yeah. You know? So so how was the match? Oh, sorry. no, no, go ahead. How, how was the match against Musumichi? It was a tough. Of course, the guy's number one, and yeah. uh, it was a crazy one. I thought he was gonna go for a leg attack more. Surprised me that that he went for a controlling uh, strategy more than try to finish right away. He put a lot of pressure, let like he get close to me, and then the pressure was very strong. Mm-hmm. And by eight minutes, he set up my arm in a way that he got me really well. So it was good. You know, I'm here to fight. They, the guy, the matchmaker offered me mm-hmm. to fight Mike. And I had nothing to lose, so I went. And then the pay was really good. Nice. So, <laughs> so organization aside, do you have a favorite rule set? You know, like my jujitsu. I, I, I like I it. I like. I really set. like it. To be honest, Naga rules. Why? Because <laughs> there are points every- and heel hooks. Okay. All right. So no. it's not bring it for nobody's side. If you're thinking about, if the guy is a point strategy, he can still do there. But if he wants to do the heel hooks, he still can do that. So it's nice because the points count, but the, you you allow to do all the submissions. And you that get is, a sword. Oh yeah, that's the <laughs> best. That's the best. I don't know. They do the belts. They do the belts, but the sword I think is for the kids sword. now. But back yeah. in the days, the sword. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I want a sword. <laughs> I have, it, of course. They were cool. Hey, didn't have a spot for people to compete as much, so. If you look at back at Naga, high level guys that are competing there like Wagner, Ruben, Popovich, yeah. and big names because there was limit opportunities. So when Naga come around, it was a really big deal. How I saw you, I think before the combat jujitsu, you were training with Wagner somewhere. Yes, and you were showing every. There's a video of you showing the. I'm Kimura. not showing. I was uh, asking questions. Oh, you were asking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were you were training. No, no, oh, okay. I was asking questions to him because okay. he was one of the guys that inspired me the most to do the Kimuras. That's yeah. his main move. Right, he does that that standing Kimura. He does from everywhere, yeah. and one of the moves that that I so I can catch a lot of things that his advice is because even though both do Kimuras. He has more experience than me and have different points of view in how to get it. So I was asking questions on that video after the training. Yeah. Everybody want to ask him questions. So you got to kind of get in the line a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even you? Yeah. Really? Wow. I wait my own time. I wait my own time. I can ask a question. And that was good. So what belt? What belts do you hold currently? Do you hold any in any of these organizations? For combat, XFN. Okay, that, that, I know I saw that one. I saw you. 125 pounds. Okay. Uh, waiting for a match. Okay. So that's the current belt. What What's up next? What's What looks like is on the horizon? Uh, looks waiting? like, I don't know if you heard about submission on the ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Chelsea. Yeah. 
That's the only show that is missing for me, and I've been talking with the matchmaker. Okay. And I don't have opponent yet, but we just start to talk about getting me a fight there. Who, who yeah. would you want to go against? Is there anybody jujitsu that you're like? I wonder if I, like how I would do against that dude. Mm, there's nobody specific. I just want to. Uh, I just want to f- good fights. So, so what if they put Gabby Garcia in front of you? No. Then, I, then I pass to you. <laughs> hey, he's closer to her weight than me. I have my buddy. No. <laughs> no, pass he's, her hey, to you. You have her than me. Why no. are you going to fight her? I pass her right back. No. We might have to split her up. No. <laughs> hey, that actually could be a good match for you get make a lot of money because imagine how many sponsors you could get if you have a match well, like this. I'm like Craig Jones, that's why he's doing that. <laughs> I was going to just say that I, I saw an interview with him, uh, it was just in the last couple of days, where they really are trying to work that out. What do you think about the kind of male-female? <laughs> I mean, her. I mean, this, so, this is will be good because it's bizarre. Yeah. It's going to be good for jiu-jitsu. People watch. Yeah, she, it was, and the she banter fights. back and forth is just hilarious. What's that? Yeah. The banter between her and he, Craig Jones. He's trolling her when she does her lives. When she does her live uh-huh, videos, I see. he gets on and trolls her. It's having fun with I, I think she gets a little mad, but he's just playing with her to try to like to get everybody more excited happen, about it. It's not gonna he happen. says it's gonna happen. No, when? He says it's gonna happen. <clears throat> I think the 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 issue is that she's got her horizon. Is it Ryzen? Risen? Ryzen. She got her contract with Ryzen where she fights MMA. Mm. So there, it's kind of like, I think well, as long the as they lady? do it in Ryzen, it'll happen. She's got to do it in Ryzen. But then you got to get them on board for a male-female. And then where does that lead after this? Has, has this become a thing? You know, who's going to fight who? At what point do you say... Yeah, fight Jenner. You know, <laughs> at what point what did do you say you... Bruce Jenner? Uh, no, the formerly Bruce Jenner. <laughs> at what point does this start? You know, like then you have two people evenly matched, male, female, same weight. Do you do you make that fight? Would you would you fight a female your weight? You know, that's money. What I- if the money's there, <laughs> they're gonna pay me. Uh-huh. If she, if if you have one, a, a female at one thirty five starts trolling you on Instagram, <laughs> you gonna okay. take it? Tubby, start talking shit. Start talking no, shit, Tubby. Tubby, Tubby beat me, man. Tubby beat my ass. Yeah. Can you get another one? <laughs> so, it, advice for a young competitor, somebody who is, let's say, you know, they're in their teens, and they, I want to be like Marcelo. What is what advice do you give them? Is this a is this a career path for people now to be a professional jujitsu practitioner, whether you own a gym or not? Can can you make money? Can you make a living without the gym? You cannot tell what people what not to do or what you do. You just gotta be smart. Yeah. You cannot just you know you can be the best jujitsu competitor, but if you don't articulate well, contracts, sponsorships deals multiple things happening at this dvds you cannot just think oh i just don't know you can be good but there's a, in order for these people come to you mm-hmm. you gotta be like a gordon ryan i think so you gotta be good or be gordon oh, like <laughs> hey tm hey. Uh, there's a t-shirt there's Boom. a t-shirt either be good or be gordon Let's put that out before they before this comes out. Yeah, that's it. TM copyright. So everything can play (laughs) parts. You know, we cannot just say I'm just gonna be only a jiu-jitsu competitor. Everybody, if you're thinking about monetary and financial view, you gotta have a different source 
often coming, they're all related to jujitsu. Mm-hmm. But they're Make different parts of jujitsu. DVD incoming, mm-hmm. seminars, teaching, bouncing. Yeah. Because I'm 135 pounds. The only reason I have this job is because jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Because I'm a black belt and because I don't know. So you gotta have different things going on at the same. So you yeah. gotta be smart, man. You know, cannot just yeah. uh, oh, I'm gonna comp- diversify. I mean, Gordon Ryan's been talking about a lot about that. I mean, he, I mean, when he came, when he said he made what he's making and a million dollars, he worth he worth it one to two million according to Google. Yeah, Google's he was talking about wrong. making you know more money from the instructionals than anything. I mean, of is course. that? But plus, know. he does the who's number one, yeah, yeah. and then he does this. He does a fight, yeah, he has so a everything counts. Following. Yeah, he says he go. You know, part of that whole like predicting the move was like, I'm gonna predict this move, and then the instructionals come and in, coming up, and then it's 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 smart. What yeah. do you think about him re- retiring? Well, no, it's just yeah. temporary until well, he fixes yeah, his stomach. And, and, yeah. if, he if, just if got he stem cells in his stomach. I, I saw that. In Texas, yeah. So, you know, stem cells. He's working on himself, right and then yeah. he's yeah. going to come back. Yeah. He's still young. What do you yeah. think about... I, I know you you talk a lot about, um, you know, I've seen your videos about people that are like posers. Mm. You know, Don't that even look, get me started. I was going to say, <laughs> it, like, it, it looks like it gets you, it gets you upset and angry. It used to get worse. This is why I named this The Dummies. Because I didn't want to come on the show. I never. I didn't want to start a show and be up here like, yeah, I know Jesus. But that's I'm why. Learning. But that's why the name yeah. is catchy. That's why I ask you about the shirt. Yeah. I want to do this. No, I want to It was always being self-deprecating and saying, "Look, I want to learn. I'm not up here. That's, I'm asking questions. I'm the, du- the, the I'm, no, I'm no, the main the, dummy. The, you know. The, the, the thing with the posers, I work as a bouncer, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. You see these people. Having alcohol, say, oh, because I fight, I have so many. Do know? Well, if they got a tap out T-shirt on, I mean, they must be a good fighter, right? Yes, and I used to <laughs> piss me off, but no, I kind of, really, I'm not BJJ police. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to be, but you know, I could be. I watch jiu-jitsu a lot, and I've yeah. been here yeah. for a long time, and I see, I know if the guy is gonna be lying about stuff or not. You know? Yeah. Unique, there's a lot of ways to be a poser. You know, there's Th- those guys that are like, I, I, I don't train because if if I do that, then I'm gonna see red. Ah, and, get and so then I mad. stop. Ah. Shut up. This is the worst ones. This is the <laughs> yeah. bar ones, right? The yeah. bar guys. I gotta believe. Do do has anybody ever like looked up at you standing up there and been like, look at this little guy. Yeah, they, you know, and, yeah. and and try to start okay. with you like what are you what, yeah, are you gonna, no. what are you gonna do up there? Yes, yeah. And I have videos that? here from the security camera too <laughs> that I took it. Maybe one day I do a highlight yeah. bouncing video. <laughs> yes, a highlight bouncing. There we go. Video. Yeah, but yes, it, you're, you're it happened before, but it happened just a few times because once you choke or do something with the bigger guy they don't they stop yeah so now they uh, they don't they they respect yeah they said well is this you're doing you bounce up in where jupiter Jupiter? jumpy bay okay yes i mean there's a lot of fights happening there no because i'm there (laughs) no because i'm there yeah because i don't let it happen i care for them I care for the business too. We were talking a little bit before. Have you ever done any like personal security and things like that? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I don't have time anymore. I got to Oh, I was going to say we Oh, no. Know, I li- to it's, something, it's something that I would like it to get into more. Yeah. Because I like it. I yeah. think it's interesting. Yeah. And fun. Yeah. So, 
And actually, it's really well paid. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be surprised. Yeah. I mean, one of my original co-hosts, one of the original dummies on the show, his name is Junior. He's out in, in Texas right now. He does, he travels to do personal security. I know he's got a gig down here in Miami. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, he, he likes doing that. You know, yes. I think sometimes it's armed, sometimes it's not, but. I don't um, know if I want to do that, 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 that crazy one, but I, I like it too. And also the staff of the place I work, they train with me, some of the people. Mm-hmm. So is everything in my town? Everything's good around. Okay. There. So I got a listener question. I'm going to throw at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think we really we, we didn't go too much into this. So this is uh, jsuch85 on Instagram. He says, "I have my own bucket list of gyms to visit, but what's been the best gym that you've gotten to visit besides your own? Okay, or any interesting stories of of training with some of these elite fighters out there? Best gym? Any good stories?" Best gym in terms of a facility. Well, you've, well, yeah, like you've had. You, maybe you feel like you've learned the most. You've gone someplace where, I, yeah, I was actually. I didn't just go and do a seminar, but you know, I I, I was able to learn something from the people there. Uh, I like to visit the the gym in Colorado called Easton. Okay. BJJ. It was a a beautiful facility, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of high level guys there. Yeah. And everybody was nice to me. So that would be my favorite gym in Colorado, Eastern to visit. My friend Herbert Burns used to teach a combat club. I used to go there visit him a lot. It was a good, good training. Guy. Yeah, he's yeah. helping you me. Know. Mm-hmm. You know, you met him. So usually I don't go exactly for the gym, but if my somebody that I want to train you with is teaching at this gym, I'm gonna go for the person more mm-hmm. than the gym. Yeah. Okay. So I would tell him to. Looking the instructor that he wants training under, and don't worry about the gym. Just go for the person that is teaching. Yeah, because like there's a concept in the Marine Corps that we say you're you're a direct reflection of your leadership. So mm-hmm. if the instructor's cool, then the environment's gonna be yes, cool because it's yes. gonna be a direct reflection. But sometimes <clears throat> I totally understand that. But there's times that bad people they have really good jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying, like. A guy that might not be a good guy, but his skill is extraordinary. His amazing skills, but as a person, he's not good. Mm-hmm. I still take advantage of this. I go for mm-hmm. his skills to train this person. When we're done training, that's it. Yeah, I that's it. Bruce Lee. Sure. So you cannot Every- take it so personal. Oh, he said, I hurt my feeling. No, man, I'm <laughs> here for yeah. learning. This guy, yeah. He might be a, somebody that is not my person, but his skills are so good, I needed that skill. You want to absorb that knowledge. So yeah. I, I look into that a lot and less to the personality. Yeah, yeah you, can learn, you can learn something from anybody. So that's a, that's a really good approach. Right? Yeah. There's a friend of like mine that was going through approach. a problem. Uh, he was training with a very high-level guy, amazing guy. But uh, this guy, bro, I say, just go there, learn, roll with the guy. Who cares? After the school, pay your bills. That's yeah. it. I trained you the world champion. That was awesome. Why you care about what he's saying on Instagram? Yeah. Why you care? Like that like a lot of people give a lot Gordon Ryan a lot of shit for playing that role of the heel. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they there's so much talk of, you know, he's doing it on purpose. Of course. And he's getting the react when everybody that's that complaining about it is reaction. getting the reaction that yeah. he wants. Uh, I actually got like I got a message last night from somebody. I'm not going to go into it. I got a message, and I showed it to my wife, and I said, "What What do you think I should do here?" And I know better. Just ignore it. 
But I looked and she goes, why give him what he wants? He wants you to react and he wants to be, get back in, into it back and forth with you. And I just, you know, you're right. And I just moved on. Left yeah. a message there because it was a stupid message and I want to make sure he, like I have it in case something he says something else. But I was just like, I was like, I want to repost it. I want to show people who this person is. And then I said, why? Why am I going to bother getting into it? And I want to, you know, I just want to learn jujitsu. I want to learn jujitsu. I want to talk to cool people about jujitsu, and that's it. So, one of the one of the the most important things I learned as a man is to make my mind stronger than my emotions. Okay. Right, and uh, I mean, I'm not too into astrology, but I'm a Cancer, right? I'm 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 emotional bastard. Right. Happy birthday! It's Uh, coming up. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But I've learned to make my mind stronger than my emotions. So when you talk about that, right, the instructor that rubs you the wrong way, but you could get something from that person, that's your mind being stronger than your emotion. You got to focus on what you can get good at it. Yeah. And uh, in the in the Marines also, you know, the the primary objective of leadership is uh, mission accomplishment. Right. And then troop welfare. And the idea behind it is that you focus on the logic, right? Logically, we need to accomplish this mission, but we can't really focus on the troops and how they're feeling because then you're going to get too focused on that. So focus on the mission and then the troop welfare. So I just apply that to my life. It's like, well, what's my mission in this case? To learn something from this guy. So I'm going to learn it regardless of how I feel. Who cares if he cuts you on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, you hurt your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Hey, listen, in advertising, I learned you have to work with assholes. And that's just a fact. But some of those assholes are going to be the yeah. top creative directors in the <laughs> if, country. If you know? you're but but if people... you are an asshole and you've got nothing to offer, nah, get that's the hell different. out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. If, you, if you start eliminating people in any given profession or sport, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to work with this person. I'm not work with this person. Because of their personality, you're going to wind up being by yourself. I like what you're saying. You know, take what he, I think uh, Bo said, he, he shouted out Bruce Lee before, you know, take what's useful. It doesn't mean that you have to go out to dinner with them. No. In sales, we're, we're, we're both in the marketing field in our day jobs. And I tell people when they have a client that's really just giving them a hard time or they're just really needy or they're just being an asshole to that, to my, you know, employee, I tell them, you're not inviting them over to dinner. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see this person. You're probably never going to meet just them face to face. With him. Just do business with him. Yes, sir. No, it's sir. A business yes, transaction. Yeah. Just give them what they want. Don't take it personal. I said, don't wear your heart on your sleeve. Because sometimes we do, and we take. So my gut reaction when I got the message last night was like, really? Why are you wasting your time? And it was a long message too. Why are you wasting your time sending me this message? It. The, the best thing I could think of, and again, you know, after getting the advice from my wife. The fact that I didn't answer it, he's over there. Making him even madder. Yeah. It's more aggravating. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there you go. Or you just yeah, answer you that's know. nice. Man, I have on my, <laughs> on my Instagram also things I posted on my story. People that don't follow me but go on my you story could, you and, see, and complain. Right? Uh, I think uh, this is about me. And so, uh, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's somebody that that's before. really that's into themselves. Yeah, that's very narcissistic. <laughs> yeah. To th- you know, it's all about me. People always think it's about this. this. No, no. You just you're t- you. It's I'm talking about jujitsu. Don't worry. Don't worry about me. I like that you could see 
on the stories, right? You can see who's who's looked at it. Yeah. So it's every once in a while I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that person followed me. They never comment. They never do anything, but they're looking at that. You know. Yeah, I know. You know, friends and haters. You know, people I haven't seen in a long time and and haters. You know. What gi or no gi? No gi. What's your your favorite? No gi. No my gi. Favorite, yeah. For the moment. For the moment. <laughs> Why? Because you could heal her, bro. One because I'm, <laughs> because I'm getting older, so it hurts less on my body. Yeah. And uh, I think there's more opportunities now in Nogi. Is it is it about the, the grips and things like that? Like when you say the hurt less on your body, what is gi? What is gi doing it to you? It holds your a, joint more. Yeah. I feel like okay, right, cool. especially yeah, the fingers. Yeah, I love gi. Do I you, want tournaments in gi, but yeah. no gi is where I have more fun training. Yeah, do you guys ever wake up with like your hands just gripped yes. like that? Yes, yes. and then yeah. you have actually a product called Penguin Fingers. Yeah. I've seen them, yeah. They are awesome. Shout yeah. out Penguin Fingers. Yeah. Always on my, my corner, those guys. <laughs> the guys are amazing. I've seen them, right? You could put them on the individual fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And now they have for the wrist, so you can wrist lock people and then give a, <laughs> a, a Penguin Fingers after. Sponsor me, Penguin Sorry. Fingers. They got the, the CBD products, too. Yes. They got everything. It's a, it's a heel recovering company. But the main thing, of course, is the little ice packs. For the fingers oh, nice. that yeah. just put it on through. It's really nice. What I do too, like in the morning, I use like a the massage gun. Yep. So I've got to kind of hit everything. My back my back is and then I I have to use it on my arm and then I use it on the hand. It definitely feels better, faster. Yeah, but I like yeah, the I, massage gun on the fingers. When, like, when I first started getting fingers stuck like this, I said, What the hell is it right? What are they like trigger finger? Is that the a trigger, trigger finger, finger they yeah. call? But like the oddest fingers, like I'll wake up and I'm So and now now they work stuck. on his uh sleeve ice. Because you slide through the fingers, yeah. slide through. Now they're working a bigger the sleeve. Thing? Not oh, the whole nice. thing, but I think oh. an elbow kind of bigger okay. kind of thing can slip your elbow in. Mm -hmm. It's really practical. So, Nogi, what is your preferred, well, you asked before, takedown or pull guard? <coughs> pull guard. Pull guard. Now, go-to sub, Gi or Nogi is always going to be the Kimura. Gi and Nogi, or do you have... In, is it different? I was going to be the Kimura. Gi is more like an old man sweep that I do. Cross okay. grip sweep from close guard to a mount. Okay. Is the that where you kind of drop their arm in? Like a thug of war concept. A cross grip is a system. Across your, your hand, mm -hmm. the reaction is pull back, so I don't take your back. So mm -hmm. whenever you pull back, I come up on top. Okay. Oh, you just oh. pull right up? There's more to it, but i just trying to explain. Yeah, a basic simple concept. Then I pull you crossway, you pull me back. I go on top and get on top six points. So oh, because it pulls you into like the hip bump sweep. Oh, I'm gonna steal that. It's really good. When yeah. you do these, uh, you have do you have one instructional? Do you True. have more? You have two instructionals. True. Are those things they've they approach you? Uh, or the first, do you get the, do you kind of get in their head? The very first one. Uh, how I find this was it was a while ago, so there's not many opportunities like now. Mm -hmm. So I went to the uh, internet and I saw all the DVD producers, and then I I copy and paste message to a, like a fifth of them, nice. and then all you need is one yes. Yeah. So somebody wanna produce to me, I made the Kimura DVD. It was a hit because it was really I put a lot of work into it. It was my move. It was nice. a big hit. BJJ Fanatics pick up to resell on their network. Ah, gotcha. So I didn't go straight. I have okay. a producer, mm -hmm. made the DVD, mm. sold it to BJJ Fanatics. Nice. 
And then the first DVD was a success, so it leads to another one. So you didn't film that first one in that BJJ Fanatics little facility with the mats? No, 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 no. I went to Indiana to do it. We produced. We made it very nice, and we sold it. That is... I didn't know they did it like that. I didn't know you could do it like that. Is it? Can you still do it like that now? Go message. Or now is everything in there? Yeah. I yeah. feel like I could do anything. Yeah, depends what <laughs> I, I want to do. Yeah. It. You know, I can call yeah. and just go there, or, or I can just do it that way too. You know. Yeah, we interviewed. We had an interview a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, the young lady said that she's. You know, I got my gi sponsor. She's like, I messaged thirty companies. I didn't even hear back. For months. And then all of a sudden, I get somebody says, you know, caught their eye. All of a sudden. What do you mean sponsor? sponsor? What do you mean sponsor? Let's go. What does yeah. sponsor mean? I mean, sometimes you get, you know, it's just product. I mean, we, we have sponsors. Sometimes it's just product. And sometimes it's product and money. You know. That's a real sponsor. Yeah. The sponsor not, that, they that. A real sponsor is sign a payroll with mm-hmm. those guys. You yeah. know. People cannot sell themselves short. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Know your value. Yeah, I know. I I I know <laughs> getting a sponsor for a T-shirt. Not anymore. Mm. Right? Yeah. You gotta. You cannot be greedy. T-shirt gotta, and a paycheck. Both monthly. Month. <laughs> but well, you know, look. I love it. I know. I see what you do. I see your. I follow your Instagram. You're always giving shout outs. You got flow and roll on right now. They are great. I the the mistake that I see being made by a lot of people who, you know, I know Sean at Flow and Roll very well. I know he gives out a lot of product to people. You want more product? Make sure you're wearing that product. Make sure you're up on the podium. Hold that T-shirt. Do that other post. Show yourself on the beach in the hat. You know, when you get a sponsor and you want to be on payroll, you cannot just gimme gimme gimme. Yeah. You send a message to these people, not asking just for what you want to, but also you have a listing what they're going to get investing yeah. on you. So it's not only know your value, but it's prove your worth. Yes. Mm-hmm. like Consistently. It. You get that monthly paycheck. It's not just about win tournaments, but you got to represent. You got to mm-hmm. help them with sales and promote their, their business, you know? And then it's like a, a, a part as a, you're working for somebody. Yeah. If you want to mind. I've never heard anybody put it like that in this world. Yeah, I when I do my sponsors' emails, and actually I should charge consulting there because I have other fighters that don't know how to approach companies. Yeah. I have a template that I show, I talk with them, mm-hmm. and then I have things that I need and things that you get with mm. the sponsor. I plan. Yeah. Show a plan to the person. They analyze, and then you put a contract together. And then, and you cannot just be greedy. Oh, I want a thousand dollars a month. No, then yeah. you, they're gonna turn you off. You gotta be something reasonable. That work for both. Mm-hmm. A value that is reasonable. And might not be much, but if you have ten people paying you monthly, yeah, then it's something. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, look, Bo looked over at you. He went like this. You know. Because we talk about this all the time, we get you know we do have sponsors for the show that pay us. They give us product, they pay us. Yep. And you know he's always you know he's always trying to. I'm usually the person sending out those messages. I send them a message. Hey, would you like? Let's talk about what we could do together. And then we send them, like you said, we send them what our packages are and what we'll do for them. Yeah, a little and graphic. A little. Yeah. And I 
everybody, I shouldn't say this on air. Even the guys that take the smallest package get way more than they ever bargained for. Yes. I put them on every post. I, if I have an idea, we're doing something again new right now. When you see on the video, we you normally have a screen in house with the logo scrolling. Where the the the, the if people are watching right now, they should be seeing the sponsors' logos in the corner on screen so that they're not cut out like when it goes to you and now you're not seeing them. So there's a constant scroll. So we always, I never told anybody I was going to put their product on the table. Now we put product on the table. You know, So we, you have to do that. The expectation from these guys, and I see it because I get requests for stuff, and I usually tell them, hey, we're looking for sponsors. You, when you find a sponsor, let them know that we're looking for one too. Mm-hmm. You know, this takes money to do what we do. It takes money to travel. It takes money to do the things that you do. But the expectation from most of these younger kids, I'd say kids, anybody in the 20, give me, you might not even get a picture on Facebook. You might not even get an Instagram post. And then they expect more or they expect that they're going to send them a whole box of, you know, 20, 30 things. They have to work for that. You have to be wearing those products on the podium. You know, when you see somebody holding a shirt when they're on a podium, you know, like do those things. Make sure that you're you put out an instructional, you put out your favorite move. Make sure you're wearing, you know, and shout them out in the text at them, tag them in the post. That just doesn't happen. I had a t-shirt company before we did the podcast. Now it's the podcast store, and I would send out stuff, and it happened all the time. So I'm going to send you this. So the more I see, the more I'll send you. I didn't do money, I didn't do cash, but I told them the more you do, the more I'll send you. But you you just don't get it. The kids, and I say kids usually like you know twenties down. To me, that's half my age. So down, you know, 20 and down, they're not doing that. So that's great advice. Yeah, it's, it, unless, like you, like I said, unless you're a bizarre situation that you are fucking, sorry, cars amazing. You're amazing. And then the Where company, they're knocking down your door. Like, yeah, they will be doing that. But it's not the, the reality of the most people, right? Yeah. There's one, one Mikey. Yeah. There's one Gordon. It's not the most people. One Marcelo. Thank you. No, actually, <laughs> actually, actually, I'm the one who go after my stuff, my opportunities. You yeah. know, I have people coming to me, but I go for after my things. Yeah. I see that. So uh, I, I noticed, like, you have a, a very, uh, let's, I'm just use the word unique mindset, mm-hmm. right? What is it throughout your life that helped you forge your mindset? Did you have a good mentor? Did you read good books? Like, what is it? Like, how are you the Marcelo today? Mm. A lot of people didn't believe on me. So that was kind of drive me forward. Just to shit on everybody now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Success? Yeah. Success is the best revenge? Yes. The best. I don't know who said it, but that's what they say, right? Yeah. Who is in a big show now? There's guys that criticize and say that I was not going to make it. No, mm. I overpassed them. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that because, like, when I when I first started, um, just to relate a little bit, is like when I first started to learn leg locks. You know, I was at a at a gi gym, right? They say no. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, you're gonna forget all your jujitsu doing leg locks, and you suck at them." And you know, they were they were criticizing me at first, right? And then I started getting a little better, a little better. People want to learn defense, and now people come to me and pay me privates to teach you teach to, leg locks. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so it's like that belief good, in yeah. yourself. So what what is it about this is gonna and and this is the dummy in me coming out and again as somebody who hasn't trained a lot of leg locks, why is it no leg locks in a gi, and it's only okay in in with no gi? No. Is that because of the organizations? That's not because of the actual training. No, uh, 
so you can leg lock in the gi, right? But it's just straight ankle, toe holds, and knee bars. The so reason for you that can talk in, about heel or hook. I, IBJJF, you're saying? Yeah. No, any, yeah. Well, anyway. talk about heel hook, right? Yeah, heel hook. Yeah. Why heel is hook. why is that a no no in a gi? Because it's hard. It's harder to escape because of the friction with the gi pants. Okay. Because heel hooks are twisting leg locks, right? Okay. So a lot of the ways you get out is twisting and slipping between the legs. So it's about the the person being heel hooked. Potentially getting hurt. Yeah, you get okay. seriously injured. Or like me trying to do an Eddie Bravo style and I'll train with my guys. Like I'll be escaping a leg lock and then my gi pants will get stuck on something and my knee will twist. So it's just okay. dangerous. I never realized that. Nobody's yeah. ever explained that to me in that way. It's just dangerous. To say that. Now, I don't train heel hooks in a gi. Only no gi. Because there's no organizations that allow you to do heel hooks in a gi. So I'll, you don't want to get used to it. And so why I'm training heel hooks yeah. in a gear? So I, no, do, I was saying gi pants, gi pants. I was doing. No, no, I know, I know, I know. I just uh, just a uh, different also point yeah. of view. I yeah. train heel hooks in no gi because I follow rules from organizations. You know, like Eddie Bravo, they allow heel hooks in no gi, mm-hmm. but I never met an organization yet. Oh, they allow gi heel hook. Did you? Substars when they were around, oh. they did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. it prison rules, prison <laughs> rules. Baby. But it's hard to find yeah. those, right? Yeah, I don't. I've never seen anyone outside of that. Do you at your gym? Is there a an age or a belt? No, no leg locks. We start training at this, or is it from white? Belt? Adult class, no gear. Because this guy's care. teaching toddlers. Yeah, he's teaching toddlers. Like you're My four years old, he look. No, if he's an adult <laughs> class and he's no gear. Yeah. I don't care if you are what. Doesn't matter. Hey, no gear, no belts. Did you see okay. belt and no gear? Did you see belt oh. and no gear? Yeah. <laughs> no belts. It's, it's funny you say that because. I, I don't teach kids the heel I'm hooks, just right? Messing with you. No, I got it, right? I teach my white belts. But in the kids' class, I seen some of the kids trying to heel hook each other. I, I try to grab them. Like, I think so too, because when it happened in my kids' class, sometimes they try roll with their leg and say, yeah. Oh, remember, no legs for the yeah. kids. Because oh, wow. they see us. They see us doing it. Probably it. watching something. Yeah, or YouTube. Mm. So, who's your favorite competitor to watch? Do you have somebody that you look up to? That Wagner. Wagner, yeah. Because yeah, it's similar. I like the Kimura attack that he yeah. does. And what about in the gi? Mm-hmm. I like asking this question. In gi yeah, yeah. No, gi. no, I love it. In the gi that I like to watch. Yeah, like me and my favorite you know, gi guy is the, Rafa Mendes. There's Kishinho. Yeah. The, uh, Osvaldo. I don't know if you know about him. Yeah, I know Kishinho. That he have his smile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a as a good competitor. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Toughest match ever. Kyle Terra. Yeah. You wait, you wait, fought Kyle. Mm-hmm. Tournament or super fight? Super fight. Super nice. fight. Nice. Win or lose. There was sorry. Bad, I don't know. There was, there was a heel hook. He got you with a heel. But hook? you know, I learned a lot from it because when you're getting heel hook by the best guy in the world, and you go back to regular people. Um, Mortals, <laughs> it develop your awareness of the leg lock, which has been helping me a lot. After I got heel hook from Kyle, it was one of the best things that happened because I noticed that my awareness to see my exposed legs. Nobody's gonna attack heel hook like this guy. We're talking about a guy one of a kind, you know. Mm-hmm. So you already got heel hook by the best guy in the world. So. When you learn it from the match, 
I think the and I got Hill Hook also that helped me by Gio Martinez. He got bigger Boogie. guy. Yeah. So after I got Hill Hook by two those two guys, I haven't get like luck in a long time. Yeah. Because my awareness to keep my leg retrieve is bigger after those matches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I, when I fought them, I was my, my leg game it was really clueless. So it still limit on attacks, but my awareness in defense the legs are yeah, much better now. That's the old, you know, in hiding you, don't lose you, you don't lose, you learn. Yeah, I mean, right? They say that a lot. Sometimes the pull guard, I don't enter. I'm more careful to enter now to pass. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've trained with Ruben recently. And one thing, you know, he's on another level. I think I'm good at leg locks until I go with that guy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. For but every one level, for every level, there's another and level. And not many people know about him. Yeah, which is crazy. I know. Man. I know. <laughs> I know. Man. And uh one thing that he does a lot that I'm that I'm starting to learn now is not only escape but reattack. Escaping reattack. And reattack. Gary mm -hmm. Tonin does it a lot too. Because a lot of times, like, let's say, like, you're escaping, like, a heel hook. You're turning away, right? Mm -hmm. And then you pummel the legs in. And a lot of times when you pummel the legs in, you can just grab another leg and attack that one. But when you do that, you expose yourself again or not? Um, depend depends on... Do you know what I'm saying? Because oh. now you want his leg. It's your legs not defenses anymore. So I'll give you an example. Um, the outside, like, just regular ashigurami and then the outside heel hook, right? If you push this leg off your hip... The guy, even if he has a good grip, it's extremely hard for him to actually finish it, right? So what I use it as is a false sense of false sense of uh, security for them. Like they think they're gonna get you, but then this leg for them is exposed. So all you have to do is just grab. So this is off your hip already. They think they have this heel hook, and then you attack that top leg. So in that instance, you're not in trouble. Okay, for a split of second. No, it's you're just not. If, if you don't put, get him right away. Would you stay on no, it? You're, the angle that you have the superior okay. angle. So it, it's in uh, Gary Tonin's uh, DVD, um, the the exit the system. He talks about it in like the very beginning, right? But it's it's one of those where you're you're safe as long as their their foot isn't on your hip in the ashigarami when they're sitting. But if it's on your hip, then you're in danger. I need to study more DVDs though. Come train with me, bro. I'll show you. I know, right? All the stuff I know. I went down to his gym. We we did a we had a, a guest that came in for a documentary. Did a we was a guest on the show, but we brought him down. I was supposed to go the next week again. I don't know if Just did did Miguel out. show up? Yeah, yeah, I know. Miguel, Miguel me and Miguel were gonna up. go, but my nephew had his graduation party on Saturday, and I drank yeah, yeah. a little too much. I guess so. So, but but my we have we haven't trained a lot of leg locks where I am. So I've talked to him about going down to to his place and going because I mean that's your thing, right? That that's yeah, bro. That's your move, right? You've you've yeah, fallen in I love, love with the leg stuff, right? I loved it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So ultimate goal in jujitsu. Five years from now, ten years from now, where do you want to see yourself? In competition or? It, well, well, both. I mean, do you see yourself still competing? Is it about maybe opening more gyms? Is it about staying in this jujitsu world? Maybe, maybe, maybe eventually taking over the gym completely. That yeah. would be a good goal. Yeah, mm -hmm. the of you, the armory yeah. taking it over completely. Yeah, completely. Okay, that would be a good goal to have it in a longer run. Would yeah. you keep the name? Yeah, I'll keep the name. Just running by myself will be a cool. Yeah, and competition wise, uh, the next goal, short term goal, would be maybe submission the ground would be a good show yeah. to do it. Hey, jail. I know you're watching. 
Come on. Come on. It's, the girl, it's the girl Heather. She's the <laughs> she's the Heather. Yeah. We know you're watching. Yeah. Speaking of of women, your girlfriend trains as well. Yeah. She's did she train? Did you meet her as a jujitsu competitor? Or did she get a jujitsu? No, she met? got it in jujitsu after. She's okay. a blue belt. Okay. Yeah. So. Does she compete? No, she just train. Yeah. She's just do for fitness and fun. Okay. Yes. Is it? You know, I always ask because my wife doesn't want to have anything to do with jujitsu. Is is it easier to 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 be with somebody or date somebody that understands that passion? Is she passionate about it yet? She's a uh, the lifestyle is more like an exercise. Yeah, but okay. she loves it. She has yeah. fun. She goes and watch. Yeah, and I don't think it matters if the person like or not. It's just compatible, compatible, compatible people are compatible people. Yeah, even if she, you know, I date girls that didn't train and then no problems either. You could go back to your time in Brazil. This is you know going back to when you were a kid. What would you have done? If you didn't find jiu-jitsu or martial arts, you know, did you ever have dreams of doing anything else? Like, I want to be a graphic designer or I want to be a Surfer. doctor. <laughs> ever? It was always jiu-jitsu? Always jiu-jitsu. It was always jiu-jitsu? No, it was jiu-jitsu. So you're living the dream. You're doing what you really wanted to do. It just happened, you yeah. know. I was uh, in Brazil just living and training and I had a good family to take care of me yeah. when I was younger. And then I just moved here. I realized, oh. I'm so much ahead than everybody else because, like I told you, there was not many jiu-jitsu around. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, might as well use it there for something. And I started taking more serious when I got here. Yeah. I think in general, people with the warrior spirit, you're going to find something. Yeah. Whether it be jiu-jitsu, some other martial art, military, police, like you're going to do you're something. You're just following something, right? Something. Following yeah. your life. Yeah. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's just a part of you. You know, like I said on the last podcast, it's like if you're not fighting something, you're going to end up fighting yourself. I mean, this is, for me, I've found, I find the same relief in doing jujitsu as I do of doing this. Good. Like, for me, this is an extension. If somebody asks me what I want, I want the podcast, I want to continue my journey. I want to, I'm not so worried about the belts anymore. I just want to get better at jujitsu. I got to get to Drew and get them locked down. And be involved with that, <laughs> right? And and, and I, this is what I feel like I'm bringing something to jujitsu by doing this. I'm learning. There's a selfish part. I'm learning. But we fell into this place where it was a lot of younger. Like, we have a lot of kids that watch. And, like, you know, it was white. I can see from who sends the questions, who who talks to us. It's, like, usually, like, purple and down. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we have this this niche that we filled. And I like when I hear from those people, like, ask a question. Like, somebody sends a question to ask. Or when uh, somebody says, hey, man, I really like that shit. That was great. Or we get a comment. That's a sel- It's selfish for me. But that's kind of, I'm I'm 48. I'm not. I can't turn back the clock. But as I get older, I feel like this is what I'm gonna bring. And it's, you know, it's a way to keep involved with jujitsu, yeah. the sports that you love. Yeah, yeah. You, you added purpose to it, right? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, that's that's how I fell into leg locks, right? So I I I went. I had my match against Melo at Substars, right? We fucking rocked the house. Yeah. Then afterwards, I realized that all of our team had a big hole in their game, which was the leg locks. They kept getting leg locked. So I fell in love with leg locks because I wanted to learn so I could teach my team. And now there's such a great uh, purpose behind it because I could teach people because this is the new wave. This is the thing that's going on in jujitsu. And because I've studied so much, I'm able to share. And then you know me, you see me and Melo go back and forth yeah. like all the time. These like I got a jujitsu bestie. Arguing in my, ju- in my <laughs> Instagram comments, the two of these guys, the friends, going back and forth in the comments. So I see them having these little war, these little wars. He, he claimed he hates me, but he really does. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so, 
any regrets? Do you have any regrets in in, in your travels and in, in your jujitsu journey? Maybe uh, in my jujitsu journey, not speak out for myself uh, when I was a lower belt mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. and let people kind of step on you. Yeah, I, I I watched an interview that you did and you talked a little bit about some haters and some people getting in the way of of your black belt promotion yeah. that it probably took a little bit longer than maybe it should have. Mm-hmm. But it happened and on the perfect date. It happened on the perfect date. It, it served a purpose. Tell, tell them the date. My birthday day. <laughs> 12, 12, 12, 12. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, my, wow. my black belt and uh, my on my birthday. Oh, wow. And I think, was it, did your coach, your original coach from Brazil? He flew come? here. And he tied that belt. He yeah. He so did. officially, so like, I got yeah. Okay. So I got uh, every belt under the same guy. He flew here. Amazing. Oh, wow. Amazing. He went to the armory and he promoted me at the armory. Yeah. Yeah. Physically. No, those things that you hear through email. Yeah. <laughs> your, your belt's hey. on the, on its way. Hey, now we are. You are promote you. Oh, that's no, that's nice, man. Yeah, he came over and just yeah. did. That's he was awesome. Older. He did the sacrifice to travel. Yeah. That's well, awesome. he said he's older now, right? Yeah, so he's not. He's older. He's not traveling as does much. Does he? Does he still teach? Yeah, he's still teaching. He's still okay. teaching. That's good. Yeah. I want to die on the mat. Good. That bury me in my gi. Uh, yeah. Bury me in my gi, baby. Uh, I don't even wear a gi, but bury me in it. <laughs> I want to die. Rhymes. Rhymes. The next heart attack is either going to be on the mat or having sex. It's oh one of those. Two. I'll take either one of those. But I want it. So I want it's going to be on the mat. Did you listen to Matthew McConaughey? What's that? Did you listen to Green Lights by uh, or or read Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey? No, no. It's a good story. It's a really good a good read or listen. But uh, his dad died having sex. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. With a bag of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> but what a way to go out! Oh. Uh, no. My wife looks at me every once in a while. She's like, uh, "You okay? You breathing a little heavy? Yeah." <laughs> I hope she doesn't watch this one. She don't. She don't watch him. I, I bitch at her for not watching. I'm like, you don't even watch. No, she's gonna your, watch. This is the one she's gonna watch. So, uh, sponsors, give uh, give you the floor. You have any sponsors okay. you want to shout out? Flow and Roll, shout out. They've been putting a whoop lot, whoop. Of, a lot of time. Sean's awesome. We love him. Yes, he's been putting a lot of time in uh, big projects upcoming. He's uh, passionate about it. Shout out Flow and Roll, Flow Penguin and roll. Fingers, also. In mode, big sponsor. Okay, if you if you don't know about in mode, you should look into it. And, uh, they are public company, and these stocks are you can make some money buying stocks there. So shout out to in mode. Very cool. Anyone yeah. else? Uh, Armory, where can they find you? The, the gym. Armory Jupiter. I'm there full time teaching. Uh, also, uh, Leon Optics. Sunglass Company Jiu Jitsu Lifestyle. I don't know if you saw that. See that? I love those. I like. I had a pair. Cool. And I lost them. I know. In New York, had them. They fell out of my pocket. It's like bamboo. Really lightweight. Yeah. Hint. And they have different models. They are really cool. Leo Optics. Leo Optics. Yeah. Dope. Very cool. So those guys are really awesome. So Leo Optics will be sending you a pair of glasses. I hope so. That, With a check, like, us, like, us. like Marcelo said, send the check. <laughs> but remember, sometimes uh, this is a good advice. If you're looking for a sponsor too, don't look just in the jiu-jitsu world. Yeah, look yeah. out there. There's yeah. money out there to be made. It. True. You talk. Did you guys talk before you came out? Because he tells me that. No, every he does. Day. <laughs> I noticed that he has yeah. a very, very parallel mindset. Well, I th- you know, my yeah. my mindset has always been, you know, I have a I have a full time job, Monday to Friday. 
So I do what I can when I can. Mm -hmm. Luckily, we have more people that have been coming to us. Um, a lot of times, people they a lot of our sponsors have started out with us with doing a giveaway. Yes, anybody that awesome. wants to do a giveaway, come to us. We'll do a giveaway, and then they see what we do and they see how we promote it, and then they're like, We're "Hey, what else, we bit, yeah, what, what else can we do? Yeah, what else can we do?" And and it's turned anyone that I've done a giveaway with or every sponsor has done a giveaway with us at some point, but a lot of them started with doing the giveaway. Yeah. So again, my wife used to say, why are you giving away so much stuff for free? Cause I love it. It feels good. It shows some good faith and I'm invested in, I'm as invested how, in the how podcast long, as I'm asking how somebody long to have either. that podcast for May is two, two years. years. Yeah. I don't remember the exact date, but I mean, I, 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 I launched like I the social media. The day. I think we, we passed the day. Yeah. Already. It was the beginning of May. I think we launched it. Yeah. I think it's like May 4th. We launched the first one. I think we did it in April. And look how you're getting one. bigger. You have your yeah. own studio. Yeah. Bo here accessing and yeah. doing all these nice you guys should see this place is amazing. That's a beautiful yeah. view so out there. Right? And it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. Right? You we, work oh, to get you this right. point. So it took me so just about what was it? About two months ago I built this. Yeah. Right? Two and a half months yeah. ago. Mm -hmm. And I got to the well, he had to take it out of his house. I mean let, you know The original honest, format was always this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Round tables, let's talk about jujitsu. Yeah. It wasn't a one on one uh and format, but because of COVID, it turned into that, which I still like. But this is my favorite to have somebody and, come and in, I just, I just shake hands, meet. You know, yeah. I had this place sitting here doing nothing. I wasn't going to rent it out, so I said, "You know what?" Yeah. My brain just started going. I said, "Obviously, after two years, we're serious with this." So, yeah. if you never been to this podcast, you should come check this place out. You see, right yeah. waterfront. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, <laughs> the other side of that wall, if you could see the view, marble on the floor, whatever it is, it looks amazing. It's porcelain, but it looks like I, it looks awesome. What, what went through your mind when I'm like, yeah, it's an apartment? Did you think like, what the hell? Where am I going? No, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm driving to this crazy spot, and then out of nowhere, the you just see the water. It was like you just come to like. You know when you watch a movie go bling. <laughs> it's right yeah, the on the glistening on there. <laughs> if anybody wants to know where we are, we're right on the entrance of Key Biscayne, so yes. it overlooks the water. Nice. All right. Well, South listen. Brickle. Don't yeah. go. But to hang out a second. We're just going to do a couple of uh, more shout outs. But yep. thank you very much for joining no, thank us. Thank you guys. That I was appreciate awesome. you. I know the traffic is hey. a bitch. You hey. got a two-hour drive back. But You're thank worth you. it. You're worth it because those guys are putting a lot of uh, good things in this podcast. In this, imagine the future. You guys took two years in getting here. Now imagine in two more years you'll be you know if with the persistence uh, you're gonna get the results, man. This you is just my retirement plan. Thank this you, is man. my retirement plan. You're gonna have hard times, you know, yes. like it, it's gonna be hard yeah. sometimes. But yeah. eventually, there's a, something that they say you put a certain amount of hours. And, yeah. and just yeah. stay with yeah. it, and then it's gonna become something big. Persistence yeah. and love. Well, we, well, we all know that. And love. And you know what? And, it's, and it's everybody needs a bow. Yeah. I know. I could have done this in front of the One day you guys should do a bow yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. I I told him. I said, we, we need another camera my, uh, on him. Oh, you know? yeah. or, or I'll just get a really big mic, you know, so it covers my face. You know? No, you guys should see more. I, You know, we worked together years ago before, so I used to own a marketing company. I'd book the work, and he would do it. Websites, graphic design, business card, whatever. And years passed. We were, we stopped working together. Years passed. I was at a marketing company, and I just had this idea. And look, I give my wife a lot of crap. She did really did. When I told her I was thinking about doing this, she's like, "Hey, there's a podcast that shoots in my office. You should come here. You could do it in the conference room." So she she didn't she didn't think it was going to be what it was, and the time that it was going to take. And then I'm doing it in the middle of the house. And okay, nobody on the internet. I need the the Wi-Fi connection to be good. 
I give her a lot of shit for, you know, her not loving jujitsu, but she really did support me in this. She did give me a, that little push, like, "Hey, do it here. Let's see if it works." And I and she did, and and it's worked. So Good. I appreciate the kind no, words no, too, thank man. You guys. Thank, thank you, man. guys. All right, so just hang out for a second, everybody. Listen, thank you for listening. Uh, just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we're going here, bro. So, um, new GoFundMe link in the description. Check it out. Uh, you can see everything or find and all the ways you can support or work with us. Just go to our Instagram at Jujitsu Dummies. If you click the link in the bio, it has every way where you can watch us, listen, support. There's links to all of our sponsors. You'll see everything there. Um, if you want to donate to the foundation, again, the link is in the bio. If you donate at least fifty dollars, you get a mug. Like this guy right here. You get mugged. You get. It was a really nice one of those. Actually, the, the better mug with the black nicer. inside. It's oh, not yeah. even this one. It's it's a better one that has the the black handle. Uh, nice. You can get a choice of a mug or Sean from Flow and Roll. He embroiders a belt. Nice. And he sends it to them. So nice. if you donate fifty bucks to the to the the foundation and the foundation, we award scholarships to kids, first responders, veterans. Uh, so it's all going back to the community. That's awesome. Right. Shout out to our Patreon sponsors, including Carlson Gracie Winterhaven in Winterhaven, Florida, <coughs> cgwinterhaven.com, at Carlson Gracie underscore Winterhaven on IG. Uh, also, we've got Carlson Gracie Broward County down here yeah. in North Lauderdale. Uh, you've got Carlson Gracie Broward County.com, or check their IG out at Carlson Gracie Broward County. We've also uh, passed, uh, he's actually been on the show, John Way, John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Florida. JohnWayMartialArts.com at JohnWayMartialArts. No way. Alrighty. Our our podcast patrons include Robert Walker, Frank House, Wolsey Rivera, Boa Athletics. Check them out on Instagram at BOA underscore athletics. We've also want to uh, want to shout out Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, J, uh, James Fisher, CJ Carroll, Mission 22, another yeah. great veteran organization. Chuck Reddor out in Hawaii. What's up, Chuck? And Roberto Santiago down here in uh, in Florida. Thank you for all you do for the show, Roberto. We appreciate you. If you'd like to support the show, you could just visit patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. Now, the benefits of being a, a Patreon, again, we give stuff away. We give up to $100 of swag away. Sometimes it's a gift from Flow and Roll. Nice. Sometimes it's a $100 gift card to the podcast store. So uh, we also, if you send questions for the show, you get put into that pool as well. We shake them up. Sometimes we use an app. Sometimes we put the names in a hat. We choose, and we do one winner every month for at least $100 worth of swag. Fightback CBD also uh, will give us some CBD once in a while. Check out the podcast store at jujitsudummies.shop. You can get 15% off your order with code JJD. We've got... Uh, Tees, rash guards that we that we gave you. Amazing, amazing material, by the way. I never seen I, this material. I Bro, love the, uh, the so key. Good. I know it feels it, so it's, good. It's a heavier material. It lasts longer. It feels um, good. Love it. I love them. They all, we do. We're gonna do some short sleeve ones. We're actually gonna do a gi with Retro Grappler, where it's gonna be on their site too. So you know, it's just about kind of getting the getting the name out there and supporting our sponsors. So good. Uh, again, uh, code JJD at jujitsudummies.shop. We want to thank the We Defy Foundation for their support as well. Yeah. Another, again, you know, love being surrounded by these veteran organizations. Uh, they are helping provide therapeutic relief to dis disabled combat veterans through jujitsu. So they're they're awarding scholarships as well. They'll pay for your jujitsu, find you a gym somewhere in the country. Your old gym was a 
my current gym uh, is are a you are guest. you yes. that, that did that just happen so yeah, you are yeah. a what's the we what's defy, the term uh, like certified affiliate. facility right there we go okay so and you're we'll, we'll let you <laughs> yeah. go ahead shout out a- to your gym a and m bjj at a and m bjj location location is fort lauderdale florida for those of you down here in florida it's that what is it uh, called? What's the 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 go kart thing all the way at the end of the oh, building? Oh, Extreme Action Park off of I ninety five. It's and that long commercial. ass building all the way down at the end, yeah. right? Oh, you, you, and bro, we, I know that. You know, place. you go there. Yeah. You, you you've I done the go karting. Yeah. His gym is is down that building. No shit. Yeah, we get so, the training a million dollars for everybody knows that building. If you're in Florida and you've gone anywhere, you 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 pass it on the way down. You're gonna Hard see knocks. it off the highway. Yeah. So everybody yeah. knows that place. Oh, and anybody so, listening, if they want to come through Sunday open mat twelve o'clock. Come through. Very cool. Uh, you could check out the We Defy Foundation at We Defy Foundation on IG and WeDefyFoundation.org. You can donate there. I've got my cool We Defy shirt on. They're doing an event. Uh, they've got like, uh, you donate 50 bucks, you get a shirt. There's a workout you could do for Memorial Day. So that's why I was wearing it. I've also got my Peace, Love, and Jiu-Jitsu with my little flag on it. This is from the podcast store, everybody. So you can check that out <laughs> as well. Uh, last but not least, Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com yeah. with code JJD. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Wait. Um, at Uncle Milty BJJ Wait. on IG. Wait. But go ahead. What I do? Quickly ask him the question. Oh, yes. Yes. Duck. I actually was going to leave it for last. Last question. It's a very Duck. important Duck. question. This is, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. So, I know that you're more of a no guy, but do you or do you not wash your belt? No. You yes. don't wash your belt? No Old school. Belt. Oh, don't no. Oh, boy. Team wa- Power's in the belt. Uh, Hashtag Power's, power's in the belt. belt. Maybe I spray with Lysol. That's ah. it. Why don't you wash your belt? Just use that no wash. Not for any particular reason, but okay. when I start training, I learn it that just put the belt aside, wash the gi. Okay. Make sure it just dries. have it, have it. Yeah. Fair know? enough. Make sure it dries. Fair enough. I like that he sprays Lysol on it. <laughs> Bro, I put it in the sun. Okay, you put it in the sun. The, yeah, the natural know, Lysol. That kills natural everything. Lysol. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right, everybody. Marcelo, again, thank you very thank much. You, thank appreciate you, that. that was awesome. Thank you. That was time. fun. That thank was you, awesome. guys. Thank you, thank you Bo. Again. Yes, I appreciate sir. you as well, Bo. We love you. Thank, thank you, Bo. Thank you, everybody. The most Stay famous vo- voice on the podcast, Bo. They wonder <laughs> who he is, but they just hear Bo. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Thank you, guys.